Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle.
So many times in my life, I have found myself watching. I found myself watching. And when I see real devil boy, normally I don't talk. The things I talk about, the things I scream about, the things I shout about, the things I talk about every day until you are fed up with me is when I know I can save the situation. But when I know the devil has carried the person and I cannot do anything about it, I wave both of them goodbye. I tell him. Carry him. Carry her. The day you are tired, release the person to come back. Because if I attempt to save this thing, I'll be destroying myself. So, you know that, look at the way Jesus put that one. He said, don't give that which is holy to dogs. And don't cast your pearls. He said, don't cast your pearls toward swine. And don't give that which is holy unto dogs. Lest they trample them underfoot. And after that, they turn around and destroy you. And sometimes the pearls you are giving them is wisdom. The pearls you are giving them is understanding. But when you give it to them, you open up to a fool. Who, who the devil has possessed and they will not spare even you yourself it's like you are eating corn and it has fallen into fire and you are trying to take the corn out by armies by the time you bring out the corn sometimes you have bent your fingers you should know what you are saving you should know what you, you cannot save I have seen cases where demon of fornication will take over a man and a sister will go and save the man for Christ and when you tell the sister, allow others to follow up the man, he said, no, this is my soul. I will follow him up. I have seen sisters who followed up and the man followed in. And the next result was pregnancy. And she's like, oh, I didn't know. I was trying to bring him up and he brought me down. <laughs> Listen. A serial womanizer is not somebody a woman should be joking with. And by the time you hear of a sister too, that she has brought down five men, and you are also a man, flee. Don't follow her up. You have led her to Christ. Transfer her. Transfer her to the old men in the church who don't look nice. Or transfer her to women. And the women to give her Makola women. Because if these kind of people, if you give them even a nice girl, they may go and boss the girl, though they are women. By the time, and that because you know what? Those kind of very promiscuous ladies, when you even let a young lady follow them up, by the time you realize they have turned that young lady into a fornicator, they will teach her the tricks. They will pretend to be converted for about maybe weeks or maybe let's credit them with three months then after three months I me church is boring oh I really miss something oh I miss something ah this your church you have nice nice men oh. if I get some of these men it won't be bad at all especially the men who have got a car so when she comes she stand look at the car park and then when we close and we are going to our cars look who is going to sit in that car? When you sit in your beautiful car, the following Sunday, she's standing there. And they normally wear high heels. And the hair too behind it. And those of you who call every woman sweetheart. Hey, sweetheart, do you attend this church? 
who started his organization in um, in in where, where, in Indianapolis, 1955, and he started the People's Temple. Secluded people, separated people. He said, "We are going to be the best communists on earth." Before long, he moved the headquarters, went to San Francisco. After that, he said, "It's better to go to South America, near Suriname, a place called Guyana." He went to Guyana. He went and started the camp. And then he was there with his people. He said, we are an exclusive people. We are holy. We are pure. The people followed him in there. And when they followed him there, he began to indoctrinate them. Indoctrinated them to the point where nobody could leave the camp. Everybody stays in the camp. Generally started becoming curious. They were going into the camp of, of Reverend Jim Jones to see what he's doing to these people. Finally, when he realized that the journalists were pressing in on them, they went and got something called the flavor aid. Flavor aid is a kind of a soft drink. And they laced it with cyanide. That day, they killed 918 people. 918 people took that cyanide. They all died. He himself went into one of the pavilions and went and shot himself in the head and died. The man poisoned everything. And in these days of uncertainty, in these days of demonic activities, you want to be very careful the things you follow. And we have many of our church people who will not sit quietly and listen to the word of God. They follow all kinds of doctrines. They follow all kinds of doctrines. They go to all kinds of places. Today, let's go here. The following day, there's a man of God here. The following day, there's a woman of God here. There's somebody here. Then they meander through the bush until they find themselves in Jonestown. That place was called Jonestown. Jonestown, Guyana. And the leader is busy pumping demons into you. And at a certain point, whatever they tell you to do is what you do. I'm talking about demon possession. And that is the demon that can enter you and nobody can stop you. You see people they are chasing a man. The man is somebody's husband. Nothing can stop them. Look, this man is a married man. They say, I don't care. This woman is a married woman. I don't care. I want him. I want her. I don't care. And they are sitting in the church. You tell, this man you want to marry is an unbeliever. I don't care. I want to marry him. And that's because... Just like the Jim Jones case, the thing is a suicidal spirit. When the thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. When the demons entered the pigs and possessed the pigs, they just went into the sea and drowned themselves. The demon wants to kill the person. Spirits want to kill the person. There is no way you can take them out. Yeah, I want it. If it's a marriage, they want it. Hmm. You remember when Delilah wanted Samson? She just came into Samson's life intentionally. And I can see there's a trend around the world. The enemy just wants to pose, pollute the people of the kingdom. Strange women are in the church and strange men are in the church. Sleeping with Christians and causing them to be polluted and defiled. And you know what? Once they put that toxin or poison in you, you can never recover. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? Especially those of you who are married. 
Anybody who is married, lift up your hand. Let me tell you something. Look at me and believe me. You can never recover from adultery. Adultery. Even if it's once, you can never recover. Write that thing in a book. Put it on top of your Bible and keep it forever. You can never recover from the effect of adultery. Adultery is like if a cat, knife cuts my forehead and there's a scar. And the carelessness about it is listen, I don't have a problem if you want to commit adultery and do it forever. Then you can enjoy her until you die. Then when you die, they will bury you and all your ammunitions will get rotten. And you go and face God. But what is the point in committing adultery only two times or three times and then you stop? But this thing is following you all the days of your life. Listen, can I tell you this? Anything you know you will stop, don't do it. Anything you know you will stop, don't do it. If you know you will stop it, then don't start it. Don't go there. And that's because you know what people, when it comes to the things about adul- adultery, this spirit that entered the pigs is adultery, is immorality. When the thing enters you, it doesn't go that easily. You know what Paul said? He that is joined to a harlot has become one flesh. That spirit of fornication, that spirit of adultery remains in you. And watch this. When you go and study the doctrine of Jezebelism, you will find out that Jezebelism goes with three things. Wickedness, fornication or adultery is the other one. So, wickedness, fornication or adultery. Yeah, those are the two. And idolatry. They are three. So, idolatry, wickedness, fornication and adultery. And <laughs> when the person fornicates with you and finishes, let's assume that after the fornication you became pregnant they put a seed in you, you became pregnant and then you got a child, that child is going to live forever unless somebody goes to kill the child in the same way the Bible said when sin matures it produces a fruit even if an act of adultery or fornication does not produce a physical child in the spirit what it produces you can never kill it I pray over everybody who is married today May God keep you far away from the spirit of adultery and fornication. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray that that demon will not take root in your life. And if you've started already and you are under the sound of my voice, although I said it will never go away, it can never go away, at least may the damages be minimized. At least you can stop it and minimize the damage. David stopped it and minimize the damages. David stopped it and minimized the damages. Now, so, the demons possess the, 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 the pigs. And they ran the pigs into the sea. And they fell into the sea, drowned. Died. The end result of every demonic possession is death. It's never enjoyment. If it's sickness and it possesses you, you will die. If it's sin, it possesses you, you will die. If it's wickedness, if it possesses you, you will die. Watch out for where sin is run away. 
I'm praying in the name of Jesus. May God protect you. Possession. Now, I want to end by talking about the means and the mechanisms by which the demons can enter the people. Now, this one, they entered by running into the person, by, into the pigs, and the pigs went and fell into the sea. Now, in terms of human transfer, how does it happen? Number one is the sexual way. Okay? Sexual way is one of the easiest ways by which demons can enter people. Demons can enter people through sex. And um, when you go and marry a witch or a wizard, as soon as they sleep with you and finish, they control you. Um, please don't don't take this one wholesale. Just take it with discernment. If you are a woman and you notice that your husband is very afraid of you, you should be very careful. It's likely maybe you have another spirit. For example, you are a woman. Your husband is counting money. You come in and he hides it. It's likely who could be here. Anna, unu ukunu, anu obeda, otimipa wachelsa for one month. And the day you allow him, the least mistake, then you push him away. In fact, if you are a woman who can. Basketball, your husband, him, not other. You say, Oh, yeah, maybe a big year behind. Or if you're a woman who can refuse your husband food and he won't say anything and he will be begging. You see, when you can excessively control a man and when you shout. The man will go and hide in a corner and feel like running out of the room. No, 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 people, stop pretending. And we are pretending in the church. This thing is a form of witchcraft. The reason why it says women should love, men should love their wives, and women should submit is because the Bible knows that a woman should submit. But when the man is rather submitting, there is a problem in the marriage. can clap again. I will remove you from the suspicion list. You are the one who chooses the food everybody eats. The man has no choice. You, you determine when the man should bath and when he shouldn't bath. Akwe <laughs> shrowu there is a certain level of wickedness if you have it, it's witchcraft. The Bible says man should love his wife. There is some wickedness. If you meet it out to your wife, I can tell you, you are a wizard. I don't need anybody to tell you. 
A man who can beat up his wife is not a weakness, it's a demon. A man who can refuse your husband, sorry, your wife and your children, chop money for three months and you are okay and you carry the money, go and give it to a girlfriend. Don't, don't tell me this thing is a weakness. You are practicing witchcraft in your own way. Man who sold so callous that the woman can be sick for one month and you never be asked what is going on. Have many other women in your life. You go and come. Your wife can't ask you anything. She's so scared of you. So afraid of you. She cannot even ask. What, what is this? That. And you know, we have all these spirits in our churches. And we transfer them to one another. Because you see, you look at those kind of men in the church. And they are friends. You look at those kind of women in the church. And they are friends. And that's because they normally say that birds of the same feathers, they flock together. So, sex is a way of transferring the spirit. Food is another way of transferring the spirit. When the enemy wants to transfer the spirits, food is one, one of the ways. And that is why you should not be eating anyhow. Anyhow, you don't eat. You don't eat just anything. Food is one. Conversation. The Bible said evil communications. They corrupt good manners. The more you talk to people, the more you absorb the demons that are in them. Let me give you another way of demons being transferred. Receiving money. Receiving money. There are some people, when they give their dirty money to you, and you collect that money, you fall into their trap. You know what? <laughs> the reason Satan entered Judas Iscariot is because of money. Entisika. Listen. Anytime you receive money, look at the currency well. The devil's head may be on it. So money is one of the ways. Let me show you the final way by which you can contract a demon. And this one is very interesting. I could go on and on. Reading. Reading and watching. The books you read. The television programs you watch. Sometimes, some of these television programs, they may even be Christian programs. No, listen. If the devil wants to give you the spirit of fear, all he has to do is to put you on a certain TV channel. And there is a man of God every night, 11 p.m. That is when he's talking about snakes, horror movie, snakes, Lions, curses, death. And I, I'm talking to you right now. Somebody, you are watching me right now on this TV. Five days time, you are going to die. And somebody, your business has collapsed. Somebody in your marriage, watch the, this and this and this and this. There is a girl living in your house. The girl is about to sleep with your husband. And you are watching this thing at um, 11. And your housemaid comes into the room. Mommy, I'm going to sleep. Yes, you more than can win. Yes, you more than can win. Because, oh, so that you come and tempt my husband. 
Now, because of the things you've been watching. So, you are watching the thing, the thing is throwing demons on you. The Bible says, faith comes and faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I pray in the name of Jesus for somebody today. May the Lord deliver you from contact with demons and from demonic possession. And lift up your hands right now. I want you to pray. Wherever a demon is lingering around my life, Father, give me the spirit of discernment in the name of Jesus. Can I hear you pray? I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodannaba.com. God bless you richly.